Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. So welcome back to another episode of Walking with the Archetypes. Today with special guest, just like in episode 40, my partner Michelle Lim. <laughs> so as we're heading into the sunset here on this lovely evening in the greater Stockholm region, just wishing you a warm welcome as we dive into exploring the polarity of intimacy versus distance in intimate relationship. So let me just preface this conversation that you're about to listen to by saying that it's in two parts. And in the first part, things are a little bit messy as Michelle and I are working to get to the bottom of things and there are still some yeah and clarity and maybe even some enmeshment between us but it's totally worth staying with it because in the second part things start transforming a lot and um, i found it very sweet how this conversation ended so i hope you enjoy this conversation So I believe it was two days ago, Michelle, that you and I went for an evening walk. Mm. And we we go for walks pretty much every day. And we went for, yeah, a good walk. New area. Mm. You remember? I don't remember which walk you're referring to. <laughs> but keep going. It might well, come back. Well, we went down to the lakefront or the, uh, the ocean front and we took a left. You know, we went went back that road, oh, which sure. is new. All right. Yeah. Okay. Where all of the houses that don't have an ocean view are. Yeah, okay. All okay. of those houses we yeah. don't want to live okay. in. Okay. Yeah. yeah, good. And so, <clears throat> and this was a walk where I was considering doing a podcast recording. You remember? Yes. Each time there's a podcast report, recording, <laughs> something always happens between us. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what having an audience does to you. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so we went out onto this pier and I was like, okay, cool, let's record. And we were surrounded by the ocean. And you were very clear that you didn't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And um and I was okay with that. I was okay with that. And then a familiar pattern started. After after me agreeing to not being on the pier, you you were like, "Oh, but maybe we could be here." Um I guess we What did you say? I don't remember. I don't remember. 
But it's a pattern playing out where I feel that you have a tendency of shutting down your own desires. And then instead of actually being true to your desire, you start managing me. Because mm. you think that I somehow can't, um, <laughs> you know, say what I want and what I don't want. And I find that just incredibly annoying. And we've had this conversation on many occasions. Like, hey, I'm a sovereign man here. We can we can be sovereign together. And so this becomes, because you, you just want me well, is my impression. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's, there is this cultural piece that I keep bringing up. Right. Um, whenever this happens. Right. Is, um, yeah, it would be like, you know, out of respect for the other person. I, I think just this like accommodating trait. Right. Um, yeah, there's. And I blame you personally when it happens. Yeah. And, and for you, it's like Chinese culture. Or. Um, yeah, and, and one can say that. Uh, like being accommodating. From I mean, from the Western frame, being accommodating is not so great. And of course, like if I'm accommodating. By giving up myself. Yeah, that's the part I don't like. And yeah, you had more. Yeah, and I I think there. And this also you get annoyed by is I'm 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 like tasting out loud. Um, okay, you know, am I willing to accommodate here without mm. giving up myself? Mm. So I essentially was feeling into what other options do we have? And if this, if this location is really that important to you, I'm feeling into what are ways I could say yes to this and what are my requests, mm -hmm. if that were yes. So, so that essentially was what was happening within me. Yeah. And what's happening in me is like, hey, you just said what you wanted and I locked into that. I can feel you there and I'm a yes to you getting your desire met. And then right after I sort of energetically align to your desire, you completely change. Yeah. And then I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Yeah. And, and I think there, I think I was, um, I think that was like, I, I couldn't fully trust that you were a full yes because you, you see were, that's where it begins yeah i know where because you, you, where you so, don't trust that i'm yeah actually yeah, responsible right. for my own actions and, and this is also me getting to know you because and this is where we're different is you can change your mind very quickly and be very committed yeah yeah absolutely and and I'm, and i'm, I'm flexible that way and i'm not 
like that. Isn't that fun? <laughs> Are we having the conversation of me being more flexible than you right now? <laughs> no, it's not that. It's like no, no, it's not that. It's, it's. I think it relates to the the like how quickly you make decisions. I I make them super fast. Right. So then, yeah. for me, I change. I can change too. But then, like, I taste my way into that yes. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just learning that, wow, when you change your mind, you can be a full yes immediately. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just didn't trust that at that moment. So I questioned it. Yeah, that's right. Maybe once we've been together for a few years more. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah. he- here's the deal. Uh, let's Let's circle back to where we started here. So this is about actually about negotiating distance in, in, for me internally. Um, because I love, and maybe it's because I'm a man, uh, or maybe it's because I'm me, or I don't know, but I love to have this pristine feeling inside of me where I'm super clear on what's going on. Mm. And whenever that keeps getting muddled, my, my system gets flooded. And I feel now like I'm trapped. I'm in this claustrophobic, like, straitjacket or like in a little cell where the walls are encroaching on me and I have less and less space. And if I'm not aware of this happening, that my system is flooding, well, in this case, and most often in my life right now, given how we're living, it's it's, it's you, uh, or the experience is that I'm being flooded by you, then I may get into the space of like, I have to radically expand in a very mm. sharp way. Yeah. And I go like, Uh, stop you know can you stop talking mm. you know and um and so so we're in this we're in this negotiation here mm-hmm. where where your coping strategy seems to be to get closer to me mm. so that you can sort of be with me in my experience and be there essentially managing are you with me yeah i'm with you Are you annoyed with me? <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> um, we'll come. We might come back to this. Mm-hmm. So, the the place where I want to take this is that there is a way that me as a man can be flooded by your energy without even noticing it. And then after the fact, I'm like, holy fuck, what happened? I can't even feel myself. I need my alone time. I need to be on my own. Mm. And so this, this is almost like there's a spectrum or some kind of line that you move closer and closer. And there's this blurry area where I don't even notice that it's happening a lot of the time. Because maybe I'm not aware, aware enough of in that moment of my needs or my boundaries or whatever. And then when you have come too close without me giving the consent by either coming in with managing me or or maybe maybe also just wanting to be close intimately, then I have this feeling of, oh, I need to get away. And this happens to to us in relationships so often is that our energies sort of get entangled. You know, you can probably re- relate to this uh, from your own relationships that there's this hidden contract that we end up playing out together and and we're both bought into it, but we also both resent it. 
and and in that there there are a lot of um, themes that are archetypally related and this particular conversation is a warrior lover bridge conversation and if you don't know what that concept means the warrior lover bridge it is related to the capacity to have boundaries and to be close at the same time to to be fierce but to have an open heart at the same time to be be a no and and a yes at the same time it's not quite possible you know but it's impossible to be a yes to someone and say no to them if that makes sense to you so so that's the conversation i i am going to take you guys into after the break if i can get you to join me on that michelle yeah awesome see you after the break As a listener to the Walking with the Archetypes podcast, you are part of a growing minority of men who want to reclaim their personal power. You want to know why the world is still burning and why you keep experiencing the same problems over and over again. Most of all, you want to be free to live the life that you were born to live. Yet the reality is that we men are struggling with hearts full of shame and minds full of lies. Yes, we all lie, and so do you. Our lives become days of quiet desperation. And what is the way out? Facing our demons and the truth of who we are. To help you do that, I have created the ultimate intro to Masculine Archetypes Training, a powerful six-week immersion into the themes of this podcast. And men are constantly raving to me about their breakthroughs after having gone through it. When you are ready to take the next step and give yourself this powerful experience, go to innerthroneacademy.com slash U-I-M-A and use the discount code PODCAST for 10% off. And now, back to the program. We're back. Hello. Are you are you angry with me? Have I not represented this in a way that does you justice? No, it's fine. I think it was it was just an uh What am I feeling? It was it was just like um a bit dismissed. Yeah. When he said it's like not actually about that in any way, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about like anyway, that's not important because I wanna talk about this. I wa- so, like I wanna talk about what the podcast is actually. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah, which yeah. I get, which I get. But I'm but so then I'm like really happy to continue it mm. because you have a topic about your podcast. But you know, you asked me if I'm mad at you, and I did feel dismissed, right? And okay, so we're right in the middle of a very archetypal story that a man has a direction, and the direction doesn't fully honor the emotions of the woman, 
Is that not the frame? It seems to be the frame to me. Because I want to go somewhere. And if I, if I need to go there in a way that doesn't fully honor your or our, our we, our intimacy, then there might be a repair that is required afterwards once, once we've gotten there, right? Sure. So there's a, even in this conversation right now, there's a lot happening. <laughs> there's a lot of layers happening. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just feeling the complexity. And, and so let's, let's dive into the archetypal layers here. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're excited all of a sudden. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> to see. So as a man listening, your capacity to hold a boundary is absolutely crucial. Of course, it's crucial for a woman as well, but I'm talking to you now as a man. And, and, and we're wired biologically to be protectors and to, to, be a, to be a perimeter somehow for the feminine, to be the, the wall that protects the softer circle that's at the center, shall we say. And, and yet, because life is very complicated and there's all of this incoming stimulus all the time and a lack of clarity often in any given moment about exactly what I want and where I want to go, I keep making these little compromises or I actually violate my actual inner compass because I'm just getting overloaded with stimulus. Like there's just too much happening, right? And so I'm in this place where I... <laughs> Leaning in to kiss me. Why is this attractive all of a sudden? I feel like I'm doing exactly the same thing as I did when you were annoyed with me. I think it's because you mended the thing. You addressed it and you took it in. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> but, but the point being, <laughs> I'll return to my direction. Okay. Great. <laughs> the point being is that the warrior archetype, not only is that of presence and of focus, which is required to be very attuned to all of those present moment needs and boundaries in myself and in others but it's all it's also uh it's also having the actual capacity to bring the shield out and say no i don't want that within my walls and and when when things come in behind my shield because either i didn't have it up or because I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't wielding it properly or whatever, but I keep accumulating stuff on the inside of the shield wall that just feels yuck. Mm. You know, then I start, I start dissolving. Like my energy just starts dissolving and I start to become this puddle. I get it. Yeah. And so... It's nice. Nice that you get it so clearly. Yeah, makes total sense. 
you enjoy getting beyond my shield wall? I think how I would frame it is at some point you're full. Yeah. And I think that's what I wanted to add from earlier is, is, you know, my, that's what my request to you yesterday mm. was, you know, can you, um, yeah, that I, I would like for you to pay attention to when you're full mm -hmm. so you can, you know, so that you can in, in a, yeah, so that you can request for space to replenish. Because hmm. I need before that. You're, before you're full mm -hmm. and activated. Yeah. Like when you've passed your limits, because I think lately you've been requesting space once you've noticed you're past your limit. Mm -hmm. So you're requesting for space under, like, you know, under, like, already limited resources. Mm. So it often comes out annoyed, frustrated, sharp. Mm -hmm. That And makes true. me the bad person who invaded your space. Mm. Yeah, that can happen. And what happens for you when I get like that? Well, then I feel bad. Like, I feel like I'm a terrible person for having invaded your space and caused you suffering. Is it like you judge yourself or you feel it, shame? Or I feel... Guilt? Yeah, I feel guilty. Mm. I then, like, turn this examiner on myself of, like, wow... Did I really do something wrong? Mm. Or was I just being me and at some point you're full? Yeah. And I think that's there's these two things going on. I feel guilt, but then I'm also I'm also like wait a minute. Should I feel guilty? Is this my problem or am I just being me and He's just overloaded, and that's why he's being sharp with me, that it has nothing to do with me. Right, actually. so your confusion, actually, uh, that makes sense to me. Your confusion is, did I actually genuinely do something to yeah. cause this? Or is this just him like, did I really violate a, you? Having a fit. Yeah. Right. Okay, so there's a level of uncertainty there. And, and for me as well, if I'm not super present. Yeah. There can be That's uncertainty, right. right? And so I come back from the trip or the walk and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even notice I had lost myself so much and yeah. I need space. And um, and especially because I have no problem with you taking your space and having your alone time. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be attached to you at the hip 24-7. That's good to know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so you got you got within my shield wall. I didn't I wasn't clear that I needed one, so I didn't have it up. And so all of a sudden I'm just 
mush. I'm like a blob. Yeah. And and in terms of the warrior lover bridge, I guess you could say I'm more on the lover side of things. But I'm I'm a very unclear lover. There there's no there's nothing very concrete about me. I'm like without contours because I'm I'm like a blob. I'm not. I'm not consciously receiving or being or whatever. I'm, I'm just being blubbed out, <laughs> you know. And so I think this is this is just the the new and emerging clarity for me mm. is that as I'm going super slow mm-hmm. since we got here, and now I'm assuming that it's 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 a phase of my life where I need to go super slow. Mm. Ah, fish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me just wrap this up and I want to hear it. Okay. Um, that I need to go super slow and that I'm learning to embrace my in, inner feminine and to to mm. trust life more. Mm. I'm not really ever had, held that frame very strongly that I need to trust my inner feminine. And well, maybe that is what I need to do. I'm mm. not actually 100% clear on that. But regardless, what I'm starting to pick up on is that actually a lot of my tiredness and slowness <laughs> is from being around you all of the time. Mm. You know, that I'm not actually taking enough me time and man time. And that I become a blob, a blobbed out lover. Mm. And I'm like, <clears throat> that blobbed out lover, he's addicted as fuck. Because wow. that, the shadow of the lover. So I, I use my phone, like, fuck tons and and I just don't really have the healthiest of habits Mm. thinking at the same time that I need this for myself in some sort of restorative part of my life Mm. but maybe that's not the case maybe that's not only maybe that's not the only thing yeah so now you had something Mm. yeah so my hit was um, I need to get back to it uh-huh. <laughs> thinking very hard. Yeah. No, I'm feeling very hard. Oh. Um, yeah. So you said you're a blobbed out lover. Yeah. And it's I'm like super interesting. Um, because as a blob, you're not like that means you're not pr- uh, present or aware. Like your awareness and your, yeah, your awareness and your presence disappears in your blob state. (laughs) (laughs) Amoeba mode. Yeah, is it? So, and, and, and I'm saying, actually, this is, this is very. Wow, you're like, uh, you're out alphaing me with your legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What what is this? and you know <laughs> what is this no i'm like my legs are spread wide this is yeah. like me anchoring okay um yeah because i feel like i'm onto something here okay which is this is really related to to your feminine your your relationship to to the feminine okay um and your journey there right now mm-hmm. which is the and and that part in you and the feminine is blobby and amorphous and slow mm-hmm. 
Uh, and what what I'm hearing you point to is when you're in the slow, amorphous, receptive state, mm. your presence and awareness disappears. Disappears is a hell of a strong word. Yeah, okay, that's a that's a strong one, but it's it becomes very weak. I'm not familiar with that place. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying, which is I think previously when we played with with like partner dancing and leading and following and we flipped roles and I was leading and you were following. Mm. It it relates to my observation of like you don't really know how to follow, you just collapse. Yeah, I'm not fantastic at that. Yeah, so but. and and this is the, this is the same thing that's happening here. Mm-hmm. And and the practice That makes sense. You know, yeah, now okay. I know why you're excited about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and so so, right. So so then, like, yes, you need your man time, and you know that's still very valid. Mm. And there's there's something to explore here around how can you bring more presence and awareness to this when you are in the slow and yeah amorphous. And receptive state. And here's this is interesting also for me then, because mm. if that is a constant mode to yeah. be in, yeah, this r- relaxed, receiving, yeah. blubbed out mode, yeah, that just doesn't work for me because my system isn't wired that way. Nice, yeah, great. You know, and to notice that too, yeah. But but to practice doing it as a contrast. Mm. Yeah. To being being sharp, and you know, having that. There's a quality when you step into a space with men. Mm. You know, it's dark. It's clear. It's like a sword. It's a bit cold. Mm-hmm. The space feels cold. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed this when I uh, when I really paid attention. Mm. When you step into a, a, fe- mm. a feminine space, mm. it, there's a warmth in the air. Mm. But with men, there's more of a coolness, mm. a sharpness, a, like a metal, you know, mm. it's like, vroom, yeah. you know, mm. and if I don't have that, mm. that blob space just feels like, you know. <laughs> and I guess what you said earlier was it dulls, it dulls you, yeah, dulls your blade. Yeah, become dull as fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe we have concluded with something here. Mm-hmm. I think this this topic of the warrior lover bridge this it is a topic on polarity it is a topic that everyone who is in an intimate relationship um dances and struggles with every friggin day uh whether consciously or not and uh and so I'm not clear that we're going to come up with any definitive answers mm. well, what have we learned here today <laughs> Well, I can start. I've I've learned that there is a danger for me to be flooded by you if I'm not vigilant of my needs and my boundaries. Yeah. And when I get flooded, I gradually start getting resentful until I've had enough and I snap. Mm-hmm. And then I like aggressively reassert my space because mm-hmm. I didn't notice that I was encroached upon. And then you feel really upset about that because you feel made guilty. And then that is a a negative uh, 
spiral mm -hmm. or feedback loop or whatever you call it. This mm -hmm. is this is not our best moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that resonant? Yeah. And now. Yeah, I think I was just feeling it too. What is my learning? So, mm -hmm. sorry, I wasn't fully paying attention to. What oh, you, you literally was wasn't. Earlier. You weren't there. Uh, okay. <laughs> you didn't hear a word I said. No, I did. I was okay, like, two, okay. Two, generally, two, it two felt right. Um. Yeah, I think what I was, what I'm, what I learned from from all of this, or today, is, um, as much as I love togetherness and maybe what you call intimacy uh, that is that sometimes I can use that to escape myself nice <laughs> I feel vindicated <laughs> No wonder I get resentful. Yeah. You're abandoning yourself. Yeah, and you feel it. Yeah, I do. Mm. I really do. Mm. Maybe those are the moments where... And I think... Yeah, that, that adds to it. That's another thing that I want to bring up. I don't know that this is the case in all intimate relationship, but yeah. I believe that so much of the time, the, the underlying um, energy is one of positive intent. Yeah. And that actually the thing that annoys me about you mm -hmm. is about you, is that you're abandoning yourself mm -hmm. and you're abandoning your desire. It's not mm -hmm. like I'm annoyed at you for being like a bitch or anything like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I can be. If you're a bitch, of course, I'll be annoyed at you. I'm never a bitch. Well, well, yeah, well you're typically well. <laughs> a bitch in very sweet ways and I'm on to you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so the point being, right, is that, okay, so there is a layer on top of a positive intent where we're just getting blown out or we're having our pa patterns triggered. But the fact that you end up feeling mopey about me being a stand for you owning your desire and yourself. I don't get mopey about that. No, but if, in effect, that's sort of the causality. That that that's where it starts. I started getting annoyed that you're abandoning yourself, and then it escalates, and and I turn into a blood that feels flooded, and then I blame you, and then you get resentful. I'm basically assigning the initial uh, cause to you, Michelle. You're the one initiating it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. This is me not taking it on. <laughs> and this is how our relationship functions. <laughs> Do you feel good now? Great. <laughs> I'm going to give that blame to the universe. <laughs> well, That's you, my boundary. Yeah, no. You're pretty good at not taking my bait. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is where my unconscious feminine. Comes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably feminine trickery. Not buying yeah. it. Only ten percent of the time, the feminine trickery is mine. Okay. Are we done? Cool. Complete. Thank you for returning.
Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Great. Did you have fun? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This the, Today was a... We went around the garden today. Literally and in our conversation. <laughs> I don't even know what going around the garden means. Oh. But I suppose it's something about covering a lot of territory. Yeah. Was it unfocused as fuck? I don't think it was. Hmm. Uh, pretty good. I feel good about this episode. Good. So uh, let's wrap it up. So before I play the outro here, let me give you one piece of advice. Take these patterns that are working you in your relationship and turn them into some kind of mini practice. So now that you know how things are working between me and Michelle, the practice that we have created is that in order for her to get her intimacy needs met from me, she needs to ask permission. So the struggle that I sometimes have is that I don't notice that I need a boundary because I'm not paying attention enough or because her feminine is kind of sneaky and gets under my shield wall. And that her struggle is that it's challenging for her to be very clear on her desire. And so we've created this many practice where I get to be clear on my shield and she gets to be clear about her desire. And so when she claims her desire, I almost always feel a yes to giving it to her. But the fact that I have the option of saying no and the fact that she's training to be clear in her desire is making me just feel a lot of freedom in my relationship with her. So maybe you can create some similar type of practice in your own intimate relationship that will allow you to navigate this axis between space and intimacy in your relationship as well. All right, that's another Walking with the Archetypes podcast episode in the bag. I hope you enjoyed it. Michelle and I are walking back through the park. The sun is over the horizon by now. And we're walking, yeah, we're walking past some beautiful giant elder oaks. These are proper old, several hundred years old, I would gather. I do believe that oak trees get almost a thousand years old, but uh, that is... Um, what? What's the deal? They, they grow for 300 years, they stay for 300 years, and then they die for 300 years, and then they... Then they fall. And towards the end of their lifespan, they're like a fucking ecosystem for, for a whole biosphere. <laughs> so yeah, it's a beautiful place here. Uh, freshly cut grass and just clouds of gnats. Michelle keeps reminding me of things that I should mention to you guys. Yeah. Lilacs, like anything else? Lilacs. Does this smell good? Yeah. It's just so lush it at is. this time of the year. It's such a treat. This is the most lush time of the year, actually. And these few weeks here, beginning of June. I mean, it's a bit late this year, but yeah. I guess it's starting to catch up. 
These these are just lovely weeks. That's we're walking through the gates out of the park and on the way back home. I wish you a great day. If you're listening to this on a Friday, then have a lovely weekend. And I hope you will join me again when I deliver another podcast episode next Friday. Bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.